Hello and welcome back to the Young American Podcast. My name is Britt. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It is late in October. You know what that means. It's spooky season. So last year we had a conversation and talked about all of the Halloween traditions, trick-or-treating, some things like that. So it's been a while since the five of us are together and tonight we sat down and we talked about fear and all of the different things that scare us. So let us know what scares you, whether irrational or rational. Maybe we can vote on that. But thank you guys so much. You can always reach out to us on the socials. And up this week, we started a YouTube channel. It's another way for you to listen to your favorite episodes or share them. Not all of them are on there just yet, uh, but we'll get them up there slowly but surely. Rate us, rank us. Whatever you got to do, subscribe. Give us a review. I promise we'll read it. This is Young American. <laughs> I said... What do you think your brother's doing right now on that crab boat? Nice. Is he? Is he? Uh, that's it. Is that's Hayes? all there was. Is I thought it was about Australia. Is Hayes on a crab boat? Yeah. yeah. Is he a crab fisherman? Yeah. Lobster or something, right? He's like, no. It's like deadly as cat. In Maine. <laughs> in Maine. Oh, he moved to Maine. Yeah. He's. What do you think he's moved? He's in. He crab lives. Fishing he lives on an island. I don't know. Where is Paxton he? says he lives on an island and and works on a on a lobster boat. He's on Cave Run Lake. Fish you can crap. clear like <laughs> forty grand in a six week session doing that. Hmm. It's like, well, that's if the tides are good. You ever watch well, Deadliest Catch? Sometimes you come up with nothing, man. That's true. And sometimes you go over the edge, and they dedicate a whole season to you. I wouldn't make it on a on a crab boat. I'm too I'm too fragile. I get my feelings hurt way too. It's like John. We talk about the NFL trash talk. There's nothing wrong with that. Trash toilet. talk no. would kill me. Really? This oh my gosh! Do. They just. Yeah. I feel like you'd be really good at trash no. talk. Though. No, no, I'm dressed I'm, with it. You're dressed for crap. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear that, John? Because Nathan is no. blowing up that toilet right there. In the dark. Turn the light on, you animal. There is a light on there. Huh. I like how you've left Flush, like a you quarter bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Hey, compliments of Liz. Right there. Is this bad? No. Ooh, I've got some good quotes. Ooh, got, all right, we're gonna play jelly. we're gonna play a game tonight. Okay. I'm down. I've got. We can do as many as many as you want. We can do. How quick can it's John be, fall asleep? Is this asleep? from Terrifier or Terrifier Two? <laughs> what's his name? What's the What's the guy's name? Art the Clown. Art. I was trying. I was kept thinking it was Dan. Thing, right? Yeah. Well, he, yes, he comes from. I forget the first short he was in. He was from in some short movie that that guy wrote. Let's start the history of Terrifier. Go. Well, how much time, how much <laughs> time again, buddy? That? Did y'all go see it with the cast? No, but somebody came by the station because we are we border up arena and they were like, "Hey, here's free tickets to Scarefest 2023." Please. And come. so we were planning on going, and then you know we we ended up getting smashed the whole day, so we couldn't couldn't go. But you know what's funny? Right before you sent that text, like, "Hey, I've got free uh, tickets," Mary was like, "Whatever, surfing something." And she goes, "Did you know there's something in town called Scarefest?" Mm -hmm. Who would go to that? It was like me, degenerate. I was like, sure, there's, there's people that would go to that. She was like, ugh, it's satanic. All right, here's quote number one. <laughs> what? All right, we're going to play a game. Oh, do it. We've shifted games. Do it. <laughs> I've got, I'm going to, we'll, we'll start with five. I've got uh, movie quotes about fear. 
there that reference fear. So these are mm. well-known quotes. What I'll do is I'll read the quote and I'll give you four choices, okay? Because you're not you're never going to get it by itself. I'll give you four choices. I'll give you uh, for each choice you get a movie and you get. Would you rather have the actor or the character's name? Yeah, yeah, actor. Okay. No, no, no. I think we should do character's name, right? Character. Okay. With the and then we're guessing the actor. movie. Should you just do the quote first? And so see should I go, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> should we just do? You should no, just do, do it. The, just do the quote first and see yeah, if we yeah. can get it. Okay. All right, first one, uh, quote, they won't fear it until they understand it, end quote. Oppenheimer. John gets it. Oppenheimer sounded Robert J? Uh, Yep. Let me give you all choices next time. (laughs) Uh, I I thought they were all going to be horror. Quote, we are survivors. We control the fear. And without the fear, we are all as good as dead. Do you understand? End quote. We're survivors. We control the fear. Beyonce. And without the fear, we are all as good as dead. Do you understand? The we, scarecrow. Like you all alive. have seen. You all have seen this movie. I have not. Killers of the Flower Moon. No. Oh. It's got to be some sort of like shipwreck, plane wreck. She's all that. Never been. Hold on. I know that quote. First. I've heard that quote. We. Ha- you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. See, I'm gonna. I'm gonna focus more on that than I am. Okay, I'll give you some choices. Ready? Okay. Okay, uh, it is uh, Lawless, it is The Silence of the Lambs, it is Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, it is Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Oh, it's uh, Black Pearl. It's either Lawless, I it's, think it's Silence the of the towers. Lambs, it's Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, or Curse of the Black Pearl. Two Towers. I'm going to go Black Pearl. That's too English for token. None of those sound right. Okay, is it Lawless? Yeah. Well, I've not seen that. Here's one of my favorites. Quote, It's hard to believe that the fear of offending can be stronger than the fear of pain. But you know what? It is. Quote, It's hard to believe that, to believe that the fear of offending can be stronger than the fear of pain. But you know what? It is. This is The Last Samurai, John Wick, Dragon Tattoo, or Pulp Fiction. Dragon tattoo. Dragon tattoo. Dragon tattoo. It's, it's, dragon. Pulp, it's not Pulp Fiction. <clears throat> dragon tattoo. When he's got him, at, when, when Stellan Skarsgård's got him at the end, and he's too afraid of a when, when or he's talking about his victims, and he's like, they never say no because they're afraid of offending me. You know, uh, one a more good movie. One more. Um, this is like right. a riveting game seven. If you ain't scared, you ain't alive. My life's motto. If you ain't scared, you ain't alive. Talladega Nights. Is it? The Terminator, is it Deadpool, is it Casablanca, is it The Good Dinosaur? Wow. Let's go Deadpool. Good Dinosaur. I'm going to go Good Dinosaur. I'm going to go Deadpool. We've got Butch played by Sam Elliott in The Good Dinosaur. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Sam Elliott plays Butch, huh? You ain't scared. Okay, what's up, everybody? My name's Britt. To my right, I've got Andrew. Yep. Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> In Atlanta, we got John. <laughs> Crystal Ball. <laughs> Crystal Ball. So it has been a minute since we've been together, but we did start these uh, these mini pods. How are you guys liking those? I like Nathan's lisp. The <laughs> emergence of lispy Nathan. Mm-hmm. What happened there? Britton said you were holding the microphone down to your belly button. Yeah, so we got these new. I think Not I scared happened. you because we got those new microphones. I, te- I did, we did some tests though. 
Okay. And I played it back because you can listen to the playback. And it sounded great? It didn't sound great. It just sounded recorded. <laughs> but, but it doesn't it sound it, good, John? It sounded like his mic was at his belly button. Okay. <laughs> We're striving for mediocrity. So it's not great, but it's mediocrity. Here's where it was. You, to be fair to Nathan, I said that it sounded, it's really sensitive, which it is, yeah. but you still got to yeah. hold it like a microphone. And so if you're holding it right here, you, you kind of got... Yeah, you got because I, I did this. I did a test with it right to my lips, and then I did a test like this, and I did a test like this, and they all sounded the same on the playback. With oh really? So that's why I was like, oh, I don't so have like, to hold it. Oh, hold it behind. Maybe my I'll butt. be like, I'll give like a tutorial or something because you can crank up the sensitivity, or mm-hmm. there's like a button where you can auto do it. Mm-hmm. And so like when I was using it, it sounded just like these desk microphones that we're using right now. Mm-hmm. But like if you were right up on it, the sounds would like would be terrible mm-hmm. so that was so the, the lispy you just did the knock the song <laughs> <laughs> the lispiness comes from you know i was just talking about this but nathan and i essentially ran your your vocal track through like an ai processor and what's funny is i listened i sent it all to you guys like the first 10 seconds i was like holy shnikes this thing sounds amazing and the quality from where it was does sound better but then as i started editing i was like oh Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> the, the social network. Like it's it just, amazing. It cutting all your... Oh, it's essence. so amazing. Aaron Thorkin. <laughs> I feel really bad. What did Josh Sadlon say? The new the new episode with excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Sorry, does Nathan. not look amused. I apologize. No, let's keep, let's keep going. Let's do a few more minutes on the list. <laughs> I the still have not watched The Social Network. Wow. It's not streaming anywhere. Was, that on, your list? was that on your list? On your yeah, I was on my list. Was it on your lisp? I own it. Come watch it. Okay. okay. I watched it two weeks ago. Did you? It's very good. So we were supposed to interview a good friend tonight, and he called and canceled because there's some turmoil going on, but uh, perhaps we'll get to that another night. We have some potentially really fun interviews coming up. Yes, that's some, true. some interesting people. By far and away, I think Abby's episode is going to become the most played episode. Almost overnight. Is that because all, all her boot scooting friends listened, or because I think like quite me? a few people shared it? Speaking of the Abbey Pod, yeah, have you all? She, I, I re-listened to it, and she suggested that we watch Kill Tony. Have you all watched that? Yeah, I have no. not. I saw you send that link, though, but I haven't got a chance to watch. Like, it. I'm now addicted to Kill Tony. I don't love really. It. Oh, me- really? It dep- well, the recurring guests are like, like the ones. Yeah, uh, the, who's the redhead? Uh, William, William Montgomery. Montgomery. <laughs> Hold on. Can I read a text that my wife just said? <laughs> she said. <laughs> oh, no. She said, good God, what is Nathan doing in the downstairs toilet? <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> what does that mean? I'm hearing way too much. I <laughs> think it was him. I is that Vince? How did she know it's Nathan? Oh, mama. They are, oh, mama. They are stacked right on top of one another, those bathrooms. Well, so. she, she, she's sitting on the toilet and it starts to bubble. <laughs> like, oh. Britton did yell, can you hear what Nathan's doing in the bathroom right now? <laughs> I've had horrible, horrible gastro issues the last like three days. I'm so sorry. It's the ulcers acting up, I think. You got an ulcer. Yeah. That's why you're not laughing about the lisp. <laughs> the, the lisp gave me the ulcer. <laughs> lisp gave me the ulcer. I'm sorry, man. That sucks. Yes, it does. B- suck. B- <laughs> week six of Prilosec. No, so Kill Tony. 
I think you all would love it for the same exact reason that you all you you described horror movies as it's such a gamble, and it is is yeah, so fair. much that. Yep. Well, and and if you're not into stand up, that's one thing. But these people, like some people, it's the very first time they've ever stepped in, stepped yeah. not just on a stage, but in front of a microphone. They've ever heard their mm. voice. And some people, and they've been doing it for eight years, and they'll just get, step up to the mic and they'll they've got sixty seconds. But it's like stepping into it's such a great concept because it's live mm-hmm. and it's a podcast, and they do have their regulars, like they have Hans. Gruber, you know who I love oh. is Cam. Is it Patterson? Cam Patterson, yeah. Cam Patterson's there's well, a, the great. The fact that it's short too. Oh is man, like, what kind of damage can you do in in sixty seconds or whatever it is, two minutes or something? Tony like has absolute like he's just done such a good job of curating something. Yeah. Uh, of making something that it, like it's bite size like that, mm-hmm. and they can like he has regular guests. Like it, it opens the door to so he has regular guests, but then they have these you know prodigies that they find like this one they had a guy from spain that's been doing he's from spain and he's been doing stand-up for a while and he just like absolutely killed and he immediately he had bought a plane ticket over from here um he's been and there was one guy from norway they bought like for two months they'd saved up to stay in austin texas they get there they just fire off and they kill and they're like do you want, and, and there's another guy that has another show, and so they like book him immediately. He's like, "What are you doing Friday night? Let's do it this." And they they interview him afterwards. It's just so fascinating. And then sometimes people step up there, you've watched them fall flat on their face, and you're like, "All right, so tell us, who told you you were funny?" Oh, brutal! And you're just like, Ugh! "That's the scariest thing in the world." So it's like an idol style about fear, yes. doing stand up. Yeah, He's that's not you. Sk- these to me, it's like the scariest thing. Not I'd have I, to go somewhere where the nobody knew me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're talking about fear tonight. It's true. Where do you watch it? First of all, uh, it's a YouTube channel. It's a podcast. You can listen to it as is because it's a regular podcast. Kill Tony. But if I would recommend watching the the YouTube because watching these people is kind of half the thing. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, yes. So we are talking about fear tonight. So I listened to last year's episode and we talked about Halloween. We're late into October. Today's October 23rd. We're going to try and get this one out before October ends. But last year we talked about pranks. We talked about Halloween traditions, trick or treating, things like that. But we didn't really focus too much on fear. And I wanted to talk a little bit about fear and maybe some rational, irrational fears and things like that. So I do have some facts. Google Brit, Wikipedia Brit, (laughs) as John loves. And this is very interesting. So first of all, biology teacher here, is fear part of the sympathetic or parasympathetic nervous system? Fight or flight? Thank you for clarifying. What is it? Para. Incorrect. Sympathetic (laughs) nervous system. So I always think about it like if somebody's really scared and you should feel bad for them. The parasympathetic is called the... Oh, man, that guy's, like, really scared. Oh, man, that guy's scared. (laughs) What a a pitiful dude. Oh, man, what a... So when you are scared, so this is what happens. You get an adrenaline dump... It, That's what Nathan just took. <laughs> Nathan just took an you adrenaline just respond dump. respond to your wife with <laughs> an adrenaline dump. This is pretty interesting because all of the things that happen to you physically, biologically, physically happen to you are part of like survival mechanisms that go way, 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 way back. So people get uh, tingles, shivers. They get clammy hands. And because your body is pumping all that blood to larger muscle groups so that you can either 
step up to the plate and fight, or you can run away. You also, your pupils dilate instantaneously, and that's so that you can see, like animals' pupils dilate so that they can see the predator and see everything around. Anytime you're scared? Mm-hmm. When, you're, when mm-hmm. your adrenal glands dump and the parasympathetic nervous system hits these animal reflexes. People talk about the hair on your neck standing up. So the reason that occurs is because back in the day, probably when Homo sapiens had more hair, your hair would stand on end and make you look bigger to the predator. It also decreases blood flow from the frontal lobe, all your logic and planning and all of that stuff. And then the last one, frozen in terror. If somebody, if you pop out and scare somebody, either they swing at you or they just stop like that. And that's because back in the day, animals, cats do this. Like when you scare them or when they come up on a predator, they freeze because your animal instincts tell you that you cannot be seen if you do that, which I thought was really interesting. Hmm. Like the T-Rex. Don't move. Can't see us if we don't move. Exactly. His visual acuity is based on movement. But in response to that, so last year we went through who, going around the table, who's in on horror movies? I'm in. Andrew. In. Nathan. Out. Nathan's out. John's on the fence. Mostly out. I'm mostly oh, Just a in. tip every now and then. Chris is saying he's mostly in. Chris, oh, you're in. Over you're the totally last in. year, you've been you've ramped it up. You've ramped it down. I have a, yes, I have a much harder line. I uh, I got a subscription to Shudder, which is the only horror movie. <laughs> How's your heart? <laughs> only horror movie uh, streaming service. And I gave the login to both Chris Get and Andrew. Sorry, Shudder. <laughs> And I have been rifling through the most god awful, horrible half star movies. See, that, that's what I that like is anyone. like the terrible monster movies that are <laughs> like I like watching Joe Bob Briggs talk she about like some old flicks and, and go into the like Tremors Five. I just like <laughs> exactly. I mean yeah. I guess if I if I slept as little as you do and I had time for like that the stuff that the stuff that I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna enjoy, like you haven't even seen the frick social network <laughs> and you watch, See, I walked saying. in you're watching alligators <laughs> yeah. which turns out is just about an alligator and Britain Britain will also come come home from like the most traumatic like thing that anyone could could witness and be like I'm gonna fire up the exorcist three yeah <laughs> I think because I yeah. do that because I need something that I don't care about. Like I, I need something that. like a, if mm. I'm going to fire up the social network, like I want to got to be paying attention yeah. or yeah. else I'll miss something. No, I get it. But Try if it's just kill absolute Tony. trash. <laughs> kill Tony. I just think it's funny looking at your letterbox. It's like one star, one and a half star, <laughs> half star. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing with your time? <laughs> you're probably pretty, more, you're a lot more generous with, with well, letterbox than you're I am also too. the guy that was like, well, I watch uh, one for me and then one for them. That's a, <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> But do you know why, for those of you guys that like horror movies, why do people like to be scared? Do you have an answer for it? In that in that context? In the horror movie context? No, just in a fear context. Because when you get over it, it feels good? Exactly. When you when your wow. body returns to normal, like when you and this comes with roller coasters and everything. When your body returns to homeostasis, you get a dopamine uh, response, which people essentially become like addicted to being scared mm-hmm. assuming that you come out the other side victorious exactly mm, yes 
coming out and you're like on this like weird high. So that's why people love watching horror movies, oh, loves God. being scared. It's also kind of like I would imagine a little bit of like the group experience. You know what I mean? Like if you all do something kind of funny, it's kind of scary. Oh yeah. That's, yeah, like that. Well, so there there was an uh, Darwin did a an experiment. You the monkey experiment. So Darwin had this <clears throat> experiment when he was studying animals and doing all that. Kind of like an accidental experiment. Yeah, almost right? accidental. He he realized that monkeys are innately afraid of snakes, like a lot of humans. So he tried something. He put it. He put a monk or he he put a snake, a live snake, inside like a bag or like a sack, and he put it inside the monkey house. And the monkeys are curious, so one of them goes over and like peeks in it, and they see it, and they're just like, ah, and they freak out, and they run. The, whoever, whichever one looked in the bag, like would freak out, and he'd kind of run around, and then he would go back and do it again. Hmm. And they found that he was going, and and it would go and tell other, basically like tell other monkeys, like you got to go do this, and it, they hmm. would all have the same reaction. Uh, but they would all just like it was like they were kind of freaking yeah. out and excited about it and telling the other monkeys like you got to go look in this bag. There's look, this is and and it was, I don't know what the oh weird did they get? The, well, you did, think about like with kids, they probably do the same thing too. Like little kids, you know, when you toss them up in the air, it's probably pretty scary. But then they're just like do it again, do it again. Like there's something about the return. It's a conditioning. Fear is yeah. a conditioning. Yeah. Would you call yourselves scared people by nature? What do you mean, like live constantly? No, scared? I think I think like as a kid, I was scared of a lot of stuff, just innately. But now this, like, I mean, I think I guess growing up has something to do with that. But would you up until like, was there a period of your life where you said you were a scared person of just stuff in general? I'm sure. not afraid anymore. <laughs> sure, Sorry. yeah, I think I was probably- like I hated loud noises. I hated like even Halloween mm-hmm. was scary. Just like I had, was, I was fearful of. The idea of Halloween? Just people dressed up in scary costumes. Hmm. But, I mean, that was... A, so I, I, I would imagine that's m- many kids, but then some kids are just not scared. Like roller coaster. I hated roller coasters. See, I, I was scared, but I've always... It's always been intriguing to me. Yeah. Like, I've always wanted to lean over the edge and stare into the abyss. Call the void. Yep. Yes. I, I think I'm the same way, where, like, I, I enjoyed the feeling of being scared and enjoyed some of that mm-hmm. stuff. Mom and Dad probably helped cultivate some of that, too. <laughs> Did we already tell that story about raking leaves? Yeah, we were wait, we were raking leaves. We're in Minnesota, so we couldn't be in any more than four or five. We're raking leaves with him, and he's like, I'm, I'm going to go inside real quick. I'm going to do something. I, I got to go get something. You guys keep raking. Twilight in Minnesota, like sun going down and like very fall yeah, weather. It's still light outside, but there's no sun. He goes inside. I'm pretty sure he changed full clothes. I don't know that. And he had a giant gorilla dog ding mask. <laughs> <laughs> giant gorilla mask. And he I remember in. hearing him first. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. He comes out and he's like, Argh. and he like jumps off the the porch and like lunges at us. Starts chasing us. Yeah, starts chasing us. And at, at first, I was that like a, the hair on the back of my neck. Like I froze. I was like, ah. And then I just like shot off around the house and left you for dead for this beast man that had come out of our house. <laughs> I was right behind you. <laughs> it Do was you, training for the bad seed. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What are you scared of? Like, what are your eyes' fears or irrational fears? I don't know, kind of going back to Andrew's question, like, even though I'm not a big 
scary movie guy or anything like that. I don't think I would categorize myself as an overly scared person. Like, growing up, like, I wasn't really, like, freaked out by that stuff. I just don't necessarily enjoy sitting and, like, knowing that it's going to happen. But I wouldn't, like, avoid it or anything like that. Or I wouldn't be someone who'd freak out or things like that. But I think, you know, not to get too serious about stuff, but I think as you become a parent, you oh, just yeah. naturally have more things that you are, like, aware of that be, are not, like, scary in the sense of, like, oh, my God, I'm living in fear of this. But, like, I mean, you obviously just have something to protect now in a different way. And, I mean, like, so <clears throat> we had someone come over and um, they had to look at our our furnace. Our furnace hasn't been working. So he had to get under the house and was doing all this stuff. And I literally just had the thought as I was, like, getting ready to bed, go to bed. I was, like, what if this dude just, like, fucked up? And our house blows up. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not a thought that I'm going like, oh, God, like, I'm constantly thinking about this now. But it means more to me now because of the implications yeah. of it. It's kind of weird. But, like, that is certainly something that kind of <clears throat> pops into my mind a little bit more as I've become a dad. But I, I don't know. Like, if you're talking about irrational fears, I will say something I don't like. And I don't really know when this happened. And I actually, like, find myself having dreams about this occasionally is being confined in tight places. And mm. so it's not like claustrophobia at a show or anything like that. It's more of like climbing through a little tiny crevice and getting stuck forever. Like, Oof. that to me sounds terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you got to get through this little tiny hole to get back home. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, what if you get stuck? Like, what if you're actually stuck? I have like... And you're gone. There's like subconscious fears and then well like my conscious fears for sure are all around my kids and all around you know just protecting and that scenario that for sure changes you my like irrational fear is similar to that but it's very weird i really really do not like being stuck in traffic where i'm anywhere close to an overpass what and i don't know if it's like yeah i don't know if i've ever articulated this if I'm under the bridge, I'm good. But if I'm like slightly in front of it, like where a car could potentially like get in a wreck or in a fender bender and come off and crush me from above, like huh. that, I I do not like that. As where did that ever, come from? I don't know, honestly. Probably just watching too many action movies where somebody just ramps goes over us at ramp. 55 miles <laughs> yeah. per hour across probably <laughs> speed probably keanu reeves but i've right. noticed that like there's a there's a stop that i go to on like on work on citation and there's a there's a stop sign that leads if if it's backed up enough it'll lead underneath mm. new circle and i just i'm like oh I'm, I'm gonna stop with enough time and then i'm gonna like creep up so i'm right under the bridge and then i'm gonna go hmm. under that so it, that's, here let's do this I want to vote rational or irrational. We don't have to raise hands or have to take count or anything, but overpasses, rational or irrational. What do you guys think? That's pretty rational to me. I probability would say irrational to me. I think, yeah, yeah, I would say irrational because how often does that actually happen outside of a. But it's possible. But it's a very, you find yourself in that physical space. Oh, yeah. True. Every day. Yes, all the time. Oh, I know what it's, I know what it's probably from. Tell me. Uh, <laughs> so Elijah Wood and Macaulay Culkin were in a movie called The Bad the Son. Ooh, or yeah, no, 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 the, good go. son. the Good Son, the yeah. Good Son, yeah. the Good Son, and they play the Better Son. <laughs> Best man, the better man. <laughs> Thank you very much, Pop. Self-taught, no lessons. 
Uh, no, so the good son, and they play a game. It's basically like Macaulay Culkin is just wh- what is it? what do you call that? The, the devil. <laughs> what do you call him? <laughs> he have horns. He red. <laughs> well, I, is he the Antichrist or whatever? I have no idea. I, I've know, ne- I did never saw that one. Okay, so. well, I thought he was just like a, a bad. Just I think he's just a little. Yeah. 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 But they play scene. a game. They play a game Jordan called Mister Body. <laughs> <laughs> they played a game called. They play, ouch, a game. Ouch. <laughs> they play a game called Mr. The Body, <laughs> and they go to an overpass, and they have this dummy. I think he has, like, cinder blocks or something in him, and they throw him off into into traffic. As Oh, wow. I don't... So, I think... So, to me, the chance of something happening plays into the fear level for me. So, I don't love the dark. Like, I don't... But that's more of a... I'm uncomfortable in the dark. I don't mind the overpass thing because I'm just, it, or like planes, for example. I'm like, I'll play my my chances. Like, yeah, it would suck if it went down, but the likelihood, which is weird because in the dark, nothing's hopefully going to happen, but it makes me more uncomfortable than being like, I will not, I will pr- never, never, as long as I live, will I go into a bathroom, turn the lights off, and do Bloody Mary three times? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's showing up. You know what I mean? But, I'll, but I don't rational. mind. But I don't mind tying into a climbing rope and taking big falls that are, you know, that are. It is a, it, it is a superpower to me that you still climb. Like I think it's unbelievable. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Like, that is. And I, and I, that tells me all I need to know about you and your fear. Experience. But the system. But this. But that system is so controlled and so. It should be quite predictable. Like that should be if things go right, which and I'm that I'm a statistic. And lights off in the bathroom is not controlled. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not saying it's rational. I'm just saying that I yeah. I think about the chance of something happening. Hang on a second. Yeah. Britain, kill the lights. Mary, come on in here. <laughs> <laughs> we got her here. No, Daddy. We, no. We, we actually have Mary here while we're here tonight. Uh, I'll tell you, Andrew. <laughs> The time that you took me to the climbing gym, and it was the first time I ever did the auto belay, oh. and I got <laughs> to the so top. You, you specifically, like the teacher that you are, you specifically did not tell me what to do. And I was like, well, what do I do when I get to the top? And he was like, you'll know. There's like, you'll, you'll, you'll figure it out. And I was like, I, I just, well, thank yeah. you. And I get to the top, and I'm what, 50, Pounds? 60 feet off the ground probably? Yes, that too. But yeah, so I'm up at the 50. top, mm-hmm. and I'm looking over. I'm just like, all right, Andrew, is there like a release button or like someone let me down? And you're just like, nope, you just have to let go. And I was like, fuck <laughs> you. I'm not letting go. It's literally <laughs> everything that your body is saying don't do right now is, is let go. And I I remember I was like, well, I'm just going to like down climb for the whole way. Five, ten feet. And then your arms are just gassed. You have no – and you're just like, you just have to let go. And there's like a, a sermon. You literally just have to throw yourself off that wall. Mm-hmm. And it like for that second, it's like the most terrifying thing I've those, ever done. Those are more. Those are infinitely more scary to me than having a human belayer. So wait, it's a self sure. belay, especially if, right if now. Anyone who's, li- who's listening, Google auto belay. It's a mechanism that sits at the top of a climbing wall that's installed by professionals, hopefully. That is basically you. It, there's a, a a rope that comes down from it, and it's a mechanism that uh, lowers you slowly when you fall or when you let go. When there's tension on. When there's it. tension on it, but 
it makes some weird noises and Dude, kind of now. whirs and, and like... Especially now, like two, three years in or five, mm-hmm. ten years in now, I guess that place is that old. But like the sound that that thing makes, yeah. as it's like... Most autoplay accidents, you'll find this interesting, John, having had experienced that, are because people never clip in to begin with. Can you believe oh. that? So they some that happened. It, it they has, just jump. They I have no they idea. walk up to it with their headphones on, and I don't know physically how you can ignore that big fabric triangle. It's like sure, d- d- you have to grab it to even like. That's the idea yeah. is it covers up all the starting holds, but they'll yeah. just start climbing. Ooh, and so then, how what's how would you when you say clip in? Do you, don't you clip in before you start? And Correct. They would, they would just forget to do that, and then they would get up. 40 feet and let go thinking they're going to be caught and nothing catches them. I believe that's what happened Jeez. with that girl yeah. when it first opened up. Yeah, she'd, she'd been climbing for two hours, just headphones in, just going, and she just walked up and started climbing. Well, like, just missed lived. that step. She lived, but it'd be very it'd be She's hard. real good at coloring that. right now. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the upside down. <laughs> There's no empathy left. So... There's something kind of similar to overpasses. I've got a weird fear right now that and I could tell you where it came from. I'm always kind of afraid of things falling like from the sky. And I'm always like finding myself looking up because two or three years ago, we were responding to a call in an ambulance. And, you know, like when you're, if you're, you're supposed to turn on the right and like everybody gets over when your lights and sirens go in. And this truck next to us, it's actually right here where I live, like right there, Palomar Palomar Center, so like Harrodsburg and Manowar, where those meet. We were like headed like towards my house, and this truck got out of the way, and he, what I didn't see is he hit the light pole. That was It's dark. Mm. He hit the light pole, and so we went by him on the left. It's hard to explain on a podcast, but and what I didn't see is he hit the light, and the light went over Ooh. the semi truck and guillotined into the windshield of the ambulance. Jeez. And I was sitting in front. We were in like a reserve truck or something like that. And we were going through. And uh, like, I didn't see him at the time, I didn't see him hit the light pole. So we're just cruising. And all I see is this like giant lit up orb, just like. <laughs> Rocket oh through the gosh. windshield and just oh my god, <laughs> glass to you, yeah, glass everywhere, everywhere. Did this, happen, did this happen like this week? <laughs> we no, it was not. like two years ago. That's a significant story. That. I would open with that everywhere I went, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, because I've got the computer in my hand and we hadn't made it to the person yet. And like, you want to talk about like that fight or flight response just instantly like just this giant glowing my first thought i was like freaking aliens like aliens say, exist. You, you thought you were being abducted i, I thought it was a <laughs> meteorite just some glowing it was just like boom and then it was just in our like immediately the lights went off but like you could see it lit up as it came through and are you are, is your is your ambulance still moving yeah yeah so what do you drag Jeez. it or does it stop you we were no the the base of it and it was weird because those things are way bigger than you think they are. Like it's probably oh, width, widthwise as big as this table. Mm-hmm. And it was super heavy. It was probably fifty-five pounds, mm-hmm. and went through there. And I was like, "Oh my god, are you guys all right? Are you guys all right?" And then 
quickly you notice what you realize what's going on. But I had glass in my ears, in my hair, in my clothes. It was everywhere in every vent, Jeez. every cup holder. Have but I never heard this story? Yeah, how have we not heard this? I totally have told you this, right? No. Oh man, there's stuff that happens. Nobody to got you. hurt. There's probably you probably, no, have, you probably have dozens and dozens of these stories that you're like. Flushed, I swear I told man. you that. It's just gotten <laughs> yeah. flushed. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but we just called, like, you cancel the run, and you're just like, but now whenever I'm, like, driving around, especially when I'm next to, like, a semi or something, I'm hmm. just like, Gosh, my, my work stories are so... Got another, tame. got a light beer out of the beer fridge. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's, that's not an irrational fear. That's PTSD at this point, right? Yeah, right. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps. But, like, Chris There's and I... Um, go ahead, John. Uh, it's really, it is not that funny, but there's a there's like a montage of clips of this basketball player, Al Horford, and it's him standing, not shooting free throws, but he's like um like in the in the paint, like to get a rebound. And there's so many clips of someone will miss a free throw and he's just standing oh, there. Yeah. And you don't have to it's like after he misses the first one. So you don't have to go get the ball. He misses it and he <laughs> just like does this thing like something's like falling yeah. on his skull. Just like I just imagine like a quick brick. reaction every like time you go past a sign. Yeah, like every time a sign. So good. That's oh man. Yeah, I was gonna say that. That really is no wonder you go home and watch horror movies to settle down. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to see some people get killed by this alligator. <laughs> I just need to calm down a little bit. I just need to take the edge off here. Oh my, oh my. <laughs> Just a quick turn in hereditary. <laughs> Do you all have any irrational fears? Rational? Irrational. Ear. Like, Chris and I, for the longest time, I've more or less gotten over it. And I really couldn't tell you where it came from, but you all know this. Chris and I don't like yeah. belly buttons. Yeah. Uh, like, do uh, not like... It's a big I, one. I wasn't expecting us to go here. Really? It's like the most can irrational I, fear I've ever Can I ask of. you all a question about that, though? Go for it. Yeah. Being completely honest. Oh, God. I've wondered if there was a moment where one of you all were like, ew, that's gross. That's kind of yucky. And as young boys and as twins, there was like some sort of like, I'm going to bite off on this because my brother doesn't like it. And well, it, it just became the a same thing going back time. to like the monkey experiment. I'm sure that that's sure, like a yeah, shared thing. That's what thing. I mean. Yeah. Well, if you're asking whose it was first, it was mine first. I remember explaining it to Britain. But after like, I, that used to be your mouth, you used to eat from there. But I think, <laughs> I, I think after oh watching the movie The Matrix. Oh, and God. when they that there's that that specific <laughs> scene where what's his agent Smith grabs yeah. Keanu Reeves and he like realizes he may be in like a, a, a pseudo reality and they hold him down and he's like Mr. Anderson we're and they, they, how they will you hold? make a phone call if you have no mouth yeah yeah that's <laughs> very good his mouth disappears and they hold him down and then they take that little is it out of a syringe or something it like little scorpion thing yeah and it goes into his belly button and he's just like oh yeah and then he wakes up and it's all a dream Do you know what the first thing eva said to me after that, that scene ended wait you watched she, it with eva yeah she leaned over to me yeah she leaned over to me and just goes his belly button's so hairy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Tate has no uh, belly button hair. I do. That spawned because th it became a thing like where, like, hey, don't let anybody know about this belly button thing. Because, like, once our friends would find out 
that we didn't like belly button. It was like, especially like girls or girlfriend and be like, let's poke the belly button and stuff. Well, and was- I recall DK, sweet, sweet DK, after we're working, you know, on some set design or some set piece and stuff, <laughs> power tools out, probably for The Verge. And DK gets, I don't know, probably Daniel Podson or somebody to hold me down. And DK oh. comes with the biggest drill bit you've ever seen. <laughs> oh revved at full RPMs. And he pulls up my shirt and he's getting, not, like, he wasn't going to do it, but he's like, you know, Danny would yell. He'd be like, get over here! <laughs> and like, just the idea of it was like, oh, I was man. in a Saw film. Oh, I know where else it. I know it was when I learned that the append they take the appendix out through the belly button, or at least they used to. And that was like, and I remember going like, wait, why would you do that? And they were like, well, yeah, that's the softest tissue. Like you can, you know, that's just a hole that closed up. And I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> Because then everyone's had the scrape on their knee that opens back up and starts bleeding again. I'm like, it's only a time. It's only a time before chicken noodle soup is all over the floor. You all, you all always explain it really well, but it's it's only makes it more and more irrational sounding. You know, (laughs) it's true. Oh, it's like is it a fear though? It's not like untying a balloon. I think it is. What is? It's more of like a grotesque. What (laughs) is fear? Para. I already told you it's the parasympathetic. Paradise. What's even grosser than than the thought of somebody poking a belly button is is an Audi belly button. Mm. Didn't get tied well enough. Like Craig Timmerman always used to tuck his shirt in, and he had okay. kind of that little, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of that little <laughs> belly. <laughs> I mean, it was like waving at you. It was like it was like he was playing violin, and it was singing the words. Like oh, it was God. just like. <laughs> it's a trumpet. <laughs> he made me come over to his house for prayer time uh, in like 2014, and the whole that whole house, head to toe, is covered in soot. Yeah. Like ash. Because <laughs> of his wood burning oh, stuff. That, that's what yeah. you meant by soot. <laughs> like, like ash. The only other irrational fear I have is like I'm the regular murky water. Like, man, I I can freak myself out mm. swimming in a lake that I cannot see under. Oh, that's my irrational fear. I'm very afraid of bodies of water where I can't see the bottom. <laughs> but so you're just like a lake. So no, you're not talking about riptides. I'm scared. Well, of oh, I'm, I'm scared. scared of riptide. That's not bad. irrational. Oh, I'm doing everything. That's not irrational. Oh, you're, you're you're afraid of the yeah, actual saying, riptide. Yeah, b- big time. That's for sure. And rational. jellyfish. That's rational. Yeah, that's 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 something you should be I'm afraid a land, of. I'm a land mammal. <laughs> you're time. an indoor cat. John's really. an indoor cat. I'm a land. I'm a land I'd mammal. really like to try out for the dive team with LFD, but like it's essentially just body recovery in murky water, and the idea of just being down there, just like. Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> body, that's so, oh, that's like horrible. Think about going my, to my find, find, You can't make a rescue with somebody that's been underwater for 45 minutes. Do you have to have like scuba gear and do the whole, oh man. Just like face to face in murk water with a, a like dead a, human. When I'm swimming in a lake, I have to physically like counsel myself if I like swim way far out there. Because I'm just like, especially if you can feel like the seaweed kind of grabbing at you. Everything's fine, Chris. Like, remember, like in like Free Willy, even like when he like falls into the, like killer whales, like. Mm. Oh, that's, that's terrifying. That kind of I, the lightning comes out and you see it in the in the glass. And and he got he got he got a nice one that you know he became friends with, whatever. But that's just not what. <laughs> I happened. don't know. There it came loose. Man, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Yeah, I just. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> John, give us a I good uh, free willy impression. A free willy impression? Yes. Come on. He- the best part is the more and more you say the random you just get crankier and more <laughs> is it irrational or rational to be afraid of throwing up Ooh, no that's rational. a real fear people yes. do that i'm horrified mm. of it are like, you really you i don't will, like to throw up i would you know it's one of those like I, could, I love it. I could throw up, well, <laughs> but no, but like listen, like I could throw up right now and feel better. Not not right this second, but I just mean like in in a moment where like this ulcer thing's been a nightmare. If oh, I could throw up and probably go back to sleep, or I could pace for three hours and just and and hold out and not throw up ever. And I would rather be tired the next day from pacing my room than mm, Barry Fraser's like that. Up. When was the last time you threw up? Um, I think I threw up in like April. I'm pretty sure my captain is like that at my station. He's he's the same way where he doesn't like to throw up. Dude, if I'm the slightest bit sick, this hand is halfway <laughs> in my throat. That's my wife just too. Working it out. That's Mary. Mary's like I'm just gonna throw up. <laughs> I just I don't like I feel like I'm in a tunnel when that ha- when I throw up. Like I feel like just like completely outside mm. of my mind. Like I feel insane. And really? it doesn't matter if I have a fever or not. It's, like it's really uncomfortable. It is, and you do feel better after. Like when it's over, and you're like, oh, "Okay, I'm okay." I, Dry I do, heaving or retching feels really uncomfortable. I also exercise yeah. the demons is great. When I throw up, I also yeah. scream. Exercise the demons. Like on on Saturday, I thought I was going to, and Mal, I was home alone with Mal, and she's like in the bathroom, like, "What are you doing, Daddy?" And I'm just like, "Get out!" I was like, "I'm like, I'm just standing just over the toilet, just like just Dude, trying." I didn't know everything. any of this. I'm so sorry. I want to I want to have like a standoff of like Nathan throwing up because I want to hear what that sounds like, and Natalie, because with Natalie and John Meek. Oh yeah, I heard John Meek's a bad one too. With Natalie, it sounds as if like. The Lord has grabbed her sternum and is trying to pull it out of her body. It's just like, <laughs> it's so violent. I just like wow. every time she's ever sick, I, I'm wondering, is someone stabbing her in the bathroom? And I just don't know it. Like a, a, a crook has gotten in. It's so violent sounding. In in uh, 2019, our friend Nyla uh, tore her ACL skiing and was living with us for a couple of weeks. You could say while throwing up, she tore her ACL. And, <laughs> and while she lived with us, our friend Silvana, who's a nurse, uh, uh, stayed with us too to kind of help us take care of her, or really to take care of her. And all three, me, me, Silvana, and Mary all got a stomach flu. Oh. And so Nyla's, Nyla's stuck on our couch, and she just hears all three of us just like <laughs> for like four days just taking turns in the bathroom. <laughs> just like racing with somebody in the tub. But she said, she said, Nathan just sounds like he is just fighting off something. Like I mean, they're going, <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> like, just, I don't know why, and, I, and, and Mary is completely silent, but oh. it's just like. Silent. Yeah, she is. She's so oh, you, oh, yeah, you her mouth, it. and she it is comes out. so quiet. Yeah, he's heard it. Hmm. <laughs> That's what was the. I would not point. have guessed that. Remember the South Park where they like pooped out their mouth. Figured yeah. out the digestive system. That's the second backwards. time that's come up this week. I brought that up to Billy the other day. Yeah. Billy was like, "Do you ever watch South Park?" I was like, "I watched like two episodes, and one of them they pooped out their mouths." I was like, hard, <laughs> hard out. They're like having that meeting. They're like, "Well, sometimes." We- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was wait, so John was Natalie really sick? Did she get sick being pregnant? No. Um we got super lucky um in that both both pregnancies. She like maybe threw up once early oh, on. Man. 
But poor Mary. I mean, I just, it, yeah, it's funny. Like, we kind of talk about it in the ways of just like, yeah, Natalie never got sick because we know someone who got really sick. And it's always with Mary. Like, that Literally. was probably the worst that I've ever heard of anyone. Every but it wasn't single really the day, multiple right? times a day, she threw up. I felt For so, all three? I felt so bad. Not, I think maybe with Bo, she wasn't as bad. But man, like Reese. Oof. I remember she, that. Like Reese and Blythe every single day. And she ended up having to have her gallbladder taken out. So th- I think that there was something else. Like if you eat like salty meats or, you know, if you, you know. Salted that. pork? <laughs> Salt, I'm sorry. <laughs> bacon? Uh, which I think don't think you're even supposed to eat anyway. So I don't know. Wh- whatever it was, like the diet was probably not helping that. But I felt so bad for her. All right, I'm going to name these fears, and you guys tell me whether or not you know what it is, okay? Well, wait, say it again. I'm going to name the fear, the phobia, okay. and you tell me what it is. Acrophobia. Velcro. Come on, Andrew. Stairs. Uh, heights. Spiders. Fear of heights. I am scared Andrew of heights. Oh, it. sorry. That's arachnophobia. Aerophobia. Flying? Exactly, John. Claustrophobia? Small spaces. That's me. Okay. How about dentophobia? Dentist. Correct. Um, Scoop of chocolate, scoop of vanilla. Don't waste my time. Do I have all these? Hemophobia. Blood. Wow. Well played. You know Latin. Uh, There's also zoophobia. You know Latin. You've been watching a lot of horror movies, haven't you? (laughs) (laughs) Johnny said arachnophobia. (laughs) Okay. How about xenophobia? Movies. Fear of movies. It's actually not. It's C-Y-N-O. Nigas. Nigas. N I G. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Fear of the color blue. Xenophobia. It's actually the fear of dogs. <laughs> Wait, how do you spell it? C Y N O P H O B I A. Canine phobia. Dogophobia. I'm I'm the absolute worst <laughs> at if you like if you spell it out loud. I cannot put that together. Okay, let's see if you can. Mary, what, Mary is always doing it to me to try to get our B-O-O-B. kids. B-O-O-B. I'm like, what? <laughs> Reese, will, Reese will just chime in. <laughs> he said ice cream. <laughs> Reese is on real quiet. He's on real quiet. All right, let's see if your uh, kids are into dinosaurs. Ornithophobia. Fear of horns. Mm-mm. Birds. Correct. Ornithophobia. Guys, come on. <laughs> Rectophobia. Fear of the bottom. <laughs> Antlo- antlophobia. Fear of antlers. Antelopes. Deer. Fear of flooding. Oh. Antelophobia? How about this one? <laughs> Think back to school. Heliophobia. Heliophobia. Fear of the sun. Wow. Are, do you have these, these are prefixes, up? dude. These are Latin prefixes. There you go. Well, Andrew's got them all. Andrew. Everybody, yeah, just, just, you can relax. Dominos. I got this Okay. We'll do... Can I do one? Gotta yeah, pro- go I gotta, for I gotta, it. I gotta pronounce it. Dis, distic, disticophobia, disticophobia, fear of accidents. Oh, disticophobia. <laughs> yeah. Disdicophobia. Dis, dis. Fear of dis dick. I like how much Chris is laughing at himself after saying that. I didn't say Chris that. Didn't was, say that it. was Britain. Oh, don't confuse sorry. the listeners more than they already are. Sorry, my John, bad. John, I'm Chris. <laughs> this is Britain. Hello, Chris and Britain. Sam Britain. What is dystichophobia? Ac- fear of accidents. Yeah, here's one. There's a fear of when this when a sticker has half or fully peeled away and the reverse becomes dirty. <laughs> <laughs> a sticker? <laughs> yeah, it's real. 
This is What's like all. This is like my the surface of every of every surface of my in my son's room. Pedicionophobia. Pedicionophobia. <laughs> Gosh, if it's not like a three syllable word, I'm I'm out. <laughs> this dick. Do you think it's named after like the person that like coined the term? Are like well, why else would the, you name it? That? Are you going to the mall? Are you, are you going, going to the, to the mall? mall? <laughs> hey, did everybody say their irrational fear? Or rational fear? I don't know what we've said, man. I have a question. I have a I have a different question. What's your question? Okay, so we've <laughs> talked about we've talked about irrational fears. We've talked about rational fears. But what is the fear? I find that both of those are separate things than what I actually dream about. Like what the the fear dreams that I have. Insert clip of Andrew saying, "Nobody wants to hear about your dreams." No, I think this. I wanted to bring this up actually. <laughs> okay. In, insert, no, go ahead. insert the olive lady clip. <laughs> Bring out the olives. Have you all seen that? The Maury clip? Bring out the olives! No. Oh, oh, man. That's oh, so oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, I have. It's <laughs> unbelievable. When she ta- does it, what, doesn't she say the reminder of, like, dead... I can't... I don't know what she does. The ones where you don't know why she doesn't like it. They just... It's like a guy, like, bringing out a big <laughs> jar of olives. He's Release like, the balloon! <laughs> Maury uh, looks no, he does not look more demented than he does in that one, where he's like, bring them out, bring out the olives. <laughs> like, All right, the olives. No! Uh, so my irrational fears are like things that I probably did as, you know, as a kid. Like I've kept those, the murky water, belly buttons, blah, blah, blah. The rational fears are like mostly around my kids, but the things that I dream about and I wake up and I'm like, Gosh, why why is that like a traumatic dream for me? They're very, very different. Like I dream consistently that I am <laughs> I am playing at a quest service and I am completely yep. unprepared. Yep. That's, I, that's not oh, a dream, that's I have real. This, I have I have I have <laughs> not prepared thing. in any way and I they they go, Oh, I like show up somehow and they're like are you ready? And I'm somehow like ushered onto stage, sticks in my hand, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I don't know any songs. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh, oh my God. God, we don't know any songs. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally it. Like, it, it's like big, like Christmas pageant. You know like, why? Yep. Because sort of in Nairo would be like, hey, we're going to play this one because we got to keep going. And we're like, I don't know that song. Like, that is consistently, when you talk about the Verge, like, that is my Verge dream where I'm like, where I, I like wake up and I'm like, gosh, I really. And I mean, that, that probably comes from, I probably showed up and didn't actually like prepare because I knew it was going to get changed, but I, and it's not even a church. Sometimes it's just me showing up to some sort of production and I am supposed to play and I have yep. not prepared lights go I've down. Had those, I've had plenty of on. those dreams. Yeah, dude. In real life, I like I have real memories though of looking back, like on at some of those practices where someone sprung a song on us or something. And Aniron's just saying, Chris, just play something. And you're just like looking at him like with just like a straight, <laughs> a straight beat that doesn't fit the song at all. Just like, <laughs> like just like you're just like going for it. I'm telling you, man, I used to I, dream about losing my teeth. And then I fell and I lost my teeth, breaking <laughs> my teeth. I used to dream about drowning and aliens are out now. That's true. <laughs> now that you've been abducted. I dream about the verge. <laughs> I dream about <laughs> church or the verge, like something you guys just yeah. wear. It's just like a mad dash scramble Dr. Emmett Brown at the top of the clock tower, just trying to plug two cords in. 
Do you think that's because you talked about fear to start us off and yeah. how fear, why we like fear, it's because it feels so good when we come back down? Is it because you have that dream and then you wake up and you're like, oh, thank God. I'm not I, there. No, I don't. Oh, wait. D- it's the come down. Yeah. So the dopamine response, like when your body returns, that's why people love fear. That's why you love watching. That's why you love climbing. That's why you love watching horror movies is because when your body returns to level, you get a certain dopamine response that's like, oh, my God, I'm alive and life is so good. Mm-hmm. That's what he's talking about. Oh, my God, I do know songs. <laughs> I have, Chris, I actually have that dream all the time, yeah. but I'm not playing drums. But, yeah, like that happens all the time. But yeah. we were talking about this the other day, Britt. I have this dream pretty consistently where I have like a like a Breaking Bad situation where I've done something or been doing something that my family doesn't know about. And then the cops find out or or there's all of a sudden like a hunt for me, like I've killed somebody and I lose my family and I like lose my job and I lose everything because I because they found where the bodies were buried or whatever, like. I have that dream all the time. What? That you're like a serial like, killer? But you know like that, that stress in, like, in the show Barry or uh, Breaking Bad or... Getting like, caught and explain. losing everything. Yeah, like, hey, just let, like, let, me, let me talk. Let me just, like, that's the way it used to be. It's no, I, not who I am now. Or let me tell you why I did this. Uh, yeah, like, I think it's because I've spent so much time in those shows. I've watched <laughs> those shows multiple times. But they, those dreams are the most recurring to me. Of like, I wake up and I'm like, oh god, thank God you're still here. That yeah, last I've got a couple of, of those three. three. That last episode of season three of Barry uh, is, uh, is uh, so uh, scary. Yeah, I just haven't seen that's that. it. You need to see it. It's really good. Watch Barry. I haven't seen it either. So Go ahead, have dreams. Like what me. were you gonna say, John? I have some of those dreams too. One of them is yeah, like uh, we were on stage and the click track goes nutty and the tracks aren't synced and everyone's looking at us. I have a dream that I it's finals day and I thought that I dropped the class like two weeks into the semester, but I did Bro. it and now I'm fucked yes. for the final. Or I'm about to play in a big basketball game and I don't have any shoes on. Yes, John. And so I think it, it kind of Dude. like points back to this thing of like you are not ready for unpreparedness. This, or you're not prepared and everything's gonna get taken away from you or everything is gonna fall apart. That's a real fear, you know? Like, that's a real... And, again, yeah, Nathan, like, we watch enough shows and enough movies where you see that stuff, like, actualized, and it's these people making horrible decisions, and their lives just, like, crushed into... It, I mean, some of it is, like, why I don't like Hereditary, because it's so, like, grounded in... Reality. The real world of just mo- this mom going, like, oh, I just met this crazy-ass lady. I guess I'll, like, kind of do some sort of spell thing and try and... And it just opens up hell for her life. You know what I mean? It's, like... That one decision, and you are just—that's a bad feeling. That's a really bad feeling. You just not having shoes for a basketball game is horrible. You just described that—that's like the age-old school dream that you have in July. It hit—I mean, I—that's my job now, and it—it—it'll rear its head in like May. I'll—we'll uh, say like early June. Like we'll get out, and I'll start having school dreams, and then they'll subside. But it's all about unpreparedness. It's all about, mm-hmm. oh, I printed off the wrong roster. Or mm-hmm. I was going to say, are you the teacher or are you the student in teacher. The school dreams? Teacher. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll have, but the things that would happen would only happen if I just blacked out for a week. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's what's yeah. funny is they are irrational, but the set and setting is all, and what's cool, and here we go, dreams again, but 
there's enough information that I know it's not real, and I guess that's the whole point of a dream, but it is the same dream just switch myself between being a student and being a teacher, and the unpreparedness is still the same. It's still the same. So, like, the fear of, like, oh, shit, this is the roster for tomorrow, um, and you guys, the bell is just rung, and you're coming in, and I've got 30 students trying to find a seat, and it's day mm-hmm. one, and the principal's mm-hmm. checking in, and, like... Mm-hmm. Do you wake yeah. up? Do you wake up and immediately know it's it yes. was not real? Mm, yes. The only dreams that linger that I, like the, f- the fear of having to confront somebody who I've upset mm. if the dream has been like a oh you pissed this person off or if like oh man I have to confront them in real life that might take a second to like oh that's not real. Well, Andrew, better. when you were talking about movie quotes, I thought you were going to bring this up because it, for as shitty as the movie is, I thought that they actually like wrote this really well. But from that Will Smith movie, After Earth, he has this really great quote because it's him and his son, like, on that deserted planet. Have you all ever seen that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. After Earth? It's him and his son on this, like, deserted planet, and he is, Will Smith is very hurt, and Jaden essentially has to save them. And he tells him, and it's, like, kind of a part of the lore of their, like, community where it's, like, you have to, like, you know, cancel out fear, and you have to be strong and brave and stuff like that. But essentially he says that, Danger and fear are very different. Danger is very, very real. Like the threat of, you know, death and, you know, crashing and stuff like that is very real. But fear is a choice because fear is actually worrying about something that hasn't happened yet and you are crippled by that decision. I was like, whoa, that's actually really, preach, really smart. John, because, preach. Yeah. But it's just like you're talking about, I'm not prepared for my first day of school. I don't know. Where the streets have no name and I can't play to no click track. You know what I mean? It's just like all these things are going like, if this thing happens, mm-hmm. then I am absolutely screwed. And that's actually not true because it actually hasn't even happened yet. I just thought that was a really interesting perspective on when you're talking about like the terminology of fear. It's actually something that hasn't even. Fear is the absence of love, guys. <laughs> well, <laughs> doesn't, well, go, well, before you completely derail that, doesn't that in the dark uh, or in Batman Begins, doesn't he explain that? Like that that origin story of Batman is he falls in the that like pit with all the bats on, the, on all the bats. The well. But then he talks about how he counts he's like, I'm gonna count to three or I'm gonna count to five and I'm gonna let it consume me. I'm gonna let the fear consume me. And then after that I'm gonna open my eyes and I'm born new. Yeah. I was born in the dark. Yeah, it's they, also a little bit so, of lost season one. Is that it? Oh, maybe, no, no, no. Maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe it's lost. It, maybe it counts to ten, and Jack lets it. Oh yes, because he him. severs her spinal cord, and it flays out like angel hair pasta. Angel hair pasta. Oh. Uh, I've never been able to eat angel hair pasta the same way. <laughs> right? I do not recall that. They teach that to like war veterans that are dealing with PTSD, and they have it in dreams and things like that. They teach them to whenever they're in the classroom and they're unprepared, or whenever they're doing this. To look down and to focus on one thing and concentrate on the dirt, the carpet, whatever is going on, and focus on. And once you see like the imperfections in it, you realize this is just a dream. And you still got to ride it out, but there's like a security in knowing, like there's a way mm-hmm. to re- recognize I am in a dream right so now. So this is just for dreams. Correct. Because I guess what that's like the lucid dreaming thing where you, you can recognize that you figure out. That's exactly look at your, what it's called. Look at your hand. Lucid dreaming. Yes. <clears throat> look at a clock and if it's funky enough and off 
from reality just yeah well they talk about it in, that in, in inception. inception yeah mm-hmm. yeah he says something about like i the carpet yep. frayed in a very specific way yes and i knew Saito that i was does. dreaming i was like whoa that's really the definition of it yes so wait all of us our our biggest fear in dreams is unpreparedness is that, that correct that seems to be the, that my most recurring dream my, it's definitely my i don't have many recurring ones it's though. funny john cuz you said that about basketball and I hadn't even thought about it. I used to dream this every Friday night when we would play hockey tournaments in Cincinnati. I would dream that we were late and I didn't have my shin guards or no, my shoulder pads or something like that. Maybe that was true. We showed up without a stick. Or that Brock was beating you to a pulp into the <laughs> ground and I was just standing by and doing nothing. Do you guys want to talk about anything else? Because I don't want to, I want to leave you guys. We got. 15 minutes till what do you 10. Got, what do you got there? <laughs> so these are things that, like, we're afraid of all of these things that are irrational, but these are actually, like, everyday things that can kill you. <laughs> do you want me to read them? What's the, so is this... Do we want to know this list, though? Do I want to know that plastic cups can kill me? When some, you of did these that are, t- some of these are pretty dumb. When you did that episode on time, was pretty <laughs> scary. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah, for me, that's the guy. Liz is Liz. That that's, that's actually that changed the way that I do. Too. Liz I sent me this. Constantly. It's 25 surprising everyday objects that can kill you. Now, some of these are stupid, so I left them out, and I just wrote like some of the things. But number 25 on this list is golf clubs. <laughs> so this has to do with people having rage and like you see the, the bros out there and they're like smacking the clubs around and on several different occasions like there was a 15 year old that swung his five iron at a fire hydrant it broke off and the club swings around and impales him in the neck apparently a very common occurrence manholes how many lives do you think that manholes claimed <laughs> In 2011, <laughs> are we in Ninja Turtles? How many lives City? have my, no. my manhole claimed? <laughs> <laughs> okay, in the country of India alone, India, there were 1,843 people that died falling down a manhole. No way that's a quick wow. death either. How oh. deep are those sewers? Good question. I imagine some things are always under construction, and there's people everywhere. You're just walking, and whoop, let's uh, let's hit play on alligator back here. <laughs> <laughs> For you listeners, we walked in, and Britton was watching alligator by himself. Okay, by himself. Hot tubs from 1999 to 2003. 1,676 Americans lost their lives in a hot tub, like falling asleep or yeah, what? No, but having like drinks drunk, drunk and, and drowning. Drunk. Hmm. No, but that seems like any body of water. Maybe this one's for you, John. My scarves? Dad. No. <laughs> scarves? <laughs> you know, John, Hanging? big big scarf guy. Big so scarf guy. listen to this. In 1927, dancer Isadora Duncan was strangled to death when her scarf was hanging out the car, caught in one of the hubcaps, pulled her out of her convertible, and dragged Jesus. her to death on the cobblestones. Britt has so much joy reading this list. <laughs> Do I? Is this is this bad? This kind of always freaks me out. Like elevators freak me out in that sense of like, dude, uh, of watching 
elevator, like those videos of either somebody walking a dog and they're trying to pull it onto the elevator or whatever. And you see the dog just go up, just... Or or somebody's like scarf or whatever. I don't like that. Icicles in the tundra, they kill people every year. Icicles <laughs> go through people, which is just like something you do not think of. Define the tundra. The perfect crime. Frozen uh, more time out of the year than not. Hot water. Have you guys ever heard of the hot water challenge? Hot water burn baby. Oh, you toss it up <laughs> and try to turn it into... Apparently, this is a thing with kids where they dare each other to drink boiling hot water god kids are i know dude tide pods boiling hot water just like you could never in a million years get me to do that did you used to erase part of your hand skin yeah no this one unfortunately john this one is authored for you are you ready oh boy the cdc reports that 30 people every year die from an escalator and 17,000 <laughs> people are seriously injured. Did you there hear you about go. that recently? That's me. Were you at the Fayette County thing at Rupp Arena? Yeah, I was there everybody? when she pitched. <laughs> you you watched happened? it happen? No, no, I was just in the proximity. No, I didn't, I didn't see it happen. But they so I guess like the superintendent tried to get every Fayette County teacher like in the same place. He was like, hey, we're all going to start the year off. We're all going to do this rah rah ree. And they he rented Rupp Arena. Apparently, it was very it was not put on well. There was not a lot of preparedness that was that was going on. There wasn't a lot of signage, blah blah blah. But somehow, some teacher fell going up or down the escalator. I think down. And multiple people hit behind. I think two people were taken to the hospital hmm. during this. It was a function like, of just there's way there was so many people in this in a space so like yeah you pack a bunch of bodies into a, a space and but it's funny that they have games there all the time and that doesn't happen and they were like ah we'll have this teacher event here oh, let's get the educators of all our of all the youth in one <laughs> building dude tell me about magnets on there those dude, are scary mag- you ever seen strong magnets well this is for like kids well, like scary. kids stuff whoa, yeah. kids. Whoa, 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 whoa. Magnets can be fun to put on your refrigerator, but if you they cause you serious danger if you accidentally swallow them, which makes them especially dangerous for kids. When tiny magnets get into your intestines, they will more than likely break through the lining, causing serious internal damage. That's like batteries will do that. Mary's all about she she does not like the small anything <clears throat> with small batteries. I said headphones claim a lot of lives because people aren't paying attention, obviously. Um, a lot of dumb ones. Hot dogs. Oh, and then this one. I'll just end with this one. Umbrellas. Hot dogs? <laughs> yeah, people choke on hot dogs. It's like the most common. So like on the dog? beach, you see like gusts of wind. So in one case, a 55-year-old woman was killed sunbathing got up to shake her towel off and was killed when a beach umbrella flew through the air and struck her through her body at 800 pounds of force (laughs) but if like if that's how you're gonna go then just take me like (laughs) that's what i'm saying i don't really fear i don't know i'd like to be around for a while i don't fear death because if that's how if you're gonna get me with an umbrella I'm go ahead and give me the same I want to go out like that. Like, don't let me die like of old age, crippled in a paralyzed in a hospital bed with people 
What's we'll that, smother you. What's far that series of movies? That. <laughs> that series of movies where left behind. We'll take not left behind. <laughs> Never left behind. Final <laughs> destination. Final, Final destination. Yeah. Final destination. Yeah. Yeah. Where like the log falls off the back of the the truck and lands into your. Oh, car. I need to watch that. Like, something could happen. I was thinking about this. Like, uh, so I've got a group of guys that I go hiking with, and we went to Yellowstone a couple years ago. And when you start looking into Yellowstone, humble brag. Is that a humble bear? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a super volcano over there. Sorry for all the John Dutton Ranch fans over there. It's the whole place is like a super volcano. And if that mother ever erupts, which it could at any time, it is game over for North America. And then in the months to come, the rest of the world. So it's like, what is a super <laughs> volcano? <clears throat> The whole, like old faithful and stuff, all of that stuff go into it's like, like what this. Nathan was doing in the bathroom <laughs> an hour and a half ago. <laughs> all of that goes into like it's just like this giant volcano, and it's this beautiful landmass that goes into this what they call like a caldera, where like all of these lava chambers like go into <laughs> each other, or what you may call a hopa. <laughs> no, but like, like hey, hang on, just, give me just a second. Calderophobia. Calderophobia. There's so much I, damn lacquer on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that truck talk about rain. fear. Watching that movie just like spin out That's of control scene. when he's on the rooftop, like just smoking the cigarette. He's like, oh, oh, and he jumps back in the window. Is it like the entire thing? Ignites. Yeah. I don't. After this, I, I think I've learned something <laughs> through talking to you guys. I don't think I fear normal stuff. I think I fear like kid stuff, like the dark Same. and like being in a the cave boogeyman. and like water. I don't fear things that could just, actually happen, which is funny. I just so, watched um, The Gray the other night. The Gray. I love that movie. I do too. And I've never. Seen you're that. talking Same. about like really? if you're gonna if you're gonna take me, you know, it might as well be something cool. One of the last couple deaths is a dude. They essentially have to jump across. They have to jump off this cliff holding this like man-made rope. And the first guy to go, they're just like, man, if you're going to go, this is a pretty epic way to go. The last guy to die, they're in this, um, sorry to give it away, everyone. They're in this like, <laughs> river. It's like a rapid. And oh, he, brutal. he's like stuck in the rapids, but his foot gets lodged in a rock. And they shoot it in such a way that the water is here. And his head is right here. Oh. He like needs like five inches, and he can get out. And it's 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 one of the most like gut wrenching. Like he's this close to being fine. Like yeah. that's what's scary to me. You know, you anyone can get their foot caught in a rock. Like that's terrifying. Jumping off of a cliff is pretty yeah. stupid, and you're probably think, gonna die. Getting stuck I've in a river like that, a, that's scary. There's a lot of a lot of fears that I have are are from like just seeing it on screen like that. I watched. Yeah. I started watching the begin or the the first part of the descent the other day. Totally forgot that it starts with that oh, car yeah. wreck. Yeah, of the just what is it a a truck that's just carrying like metal rods or it, something. Something like falls that. off the truck. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess the yeah. truck gets in a wreck and all of the rods just go shooting back. That's right. And just impale that, yeah, the family in that. Oof. There you go. Oof. Heavy. That will send some fans to the exits. Well, we're at an hour and 34 minutes. Probably a good place to call it. I'm not exactly Sleep sure well, everyone. Sleep well, everyone. <laughs> Andrew said, we'll smother night, you night. long before that. That's right. Nathan would love to say goodbye, but he's 
There's super volcanoes erupting. There's a there's a cauldron <laughs> coming out. <laughs> Don't put that on there. Four guys got an ulcer he's doing. John, real quick, what is what is Rooney scared of? Or what are your kids scared of before you sign off? Mm, Great question. Rooney talks about like scary parts in movies that aren't actually scary. I don't know. It's kind of, she's like, oh, there's a scary part coming up, and it's just something loud or something so like in Frozen and stuff like Wabba that. Wabagong. Oh, Wabagong. We actually asked her that, I think, yesterday. Like, what are you afraid of? And she's like, the Bergens, which is from Trolls. <laughs> so right now it's all pretty, like, kid movie-based. The Bergens. The, the Bergens. Blythe just welcomes that. I showed her. Uh, she was born to, in the dark. Much to my wife's dismay, I we watched uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas the other day. Likewise. <laughs> and she was like, can she, was ever since then. She's With Blythe? Like, yeah. She's like, oh, can no. we watch it again? She was like, can we watch that movie again? With that skeleton guy. Making Real- Christmas, making Christmas. Real quick. Um, sticking on the fear thing. Have you all seen some of these posts, Andrew? You uh, obviously not. Someone has obviously. gone through AI and created these images of Danny DeVito turning into a werewolf or Steve <laughs> Harvey escaping a monster. Have you all seen these posts? Steve Harvey Wait, was seen they, a bunch of the same thing, Harvey. or is that two different things? They're two different posts. Here, okay. hold on. I'm going to send you one. This is Steve Harvey. <laughs> I've seen the Steve Harvey one. What is? He doesn't have any pupils. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that mustache for the giants. It's like a trail cam. There's one where you can see his little pee pee right there. (laughs) That is terrifying. I should probably get. You find those images scary? Man, they're not funny. You don't think Danny DeVito is funny? Look at this one, dude. Oh, yeah, it's funny. I am. Well, too oh, here's the Danny DeVito one. Oh, I just think. <laughs> oh, this is Trash Can Paul. Yeah. Our king. Love Trash Can Paul. Oh, and then this one's from <laughs> Head Steve. <laughs> That's the end of things. Thank you guys so much. Uh, tell us your fears. We'd love to hear about them. Have a happy, safe Halloween. Andrew and I will uh, be happy to get you a uh, signed uh, picture of Art the Clown. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Young American is recorded and produced in Lexington, Kentucky. It's edited by myself. I get some help from Nathan, from John, and from my twin brother, Chris. The song you heard in the very beginning is original music by us. The song you're listening to right now is Only in Dreams by Weezer. You guys stay tuned because we have lots of episodes coming up. Some of them being edited, some of them on the chopping block, some interviews. Hopefully we're going to get content to you every week from here on out, so uh, no promises, but... Stay tuned and we'll see you guys next time.